welcome back. This is episode three of Amion. Uh, and it was the morning of your first day in Porthbury. Albertus came to your lodge in the garden terrace with a maid to bring some breakfast. And after taking on a rather hearty meal, Albertus announced that he'd discovered a one Camilla Runzi as a residence in the city, in the waterfront district. Uh, making your way through the bustling city, you came across a rather distressed man who claimed a devil was living in his house, and you agreed to return later to see if you might be able to help him. You then found Camilla Runzi's house and charmed your way past the gate card. Gate guard. Gate guard. I'm sure I said gate card. Um, after entering her house and questioning her, she seemed to be getting a bit flustered and summoned her personal security. You were warned not to return and left. Uh, this is where a mysterious elven figure approached you, asking if you were pirates. Uh, convinced you were genuine, he accompanied you to the house of the distressed man. You soon discovered that his wife was more than she said, as she successfully charmed a few of you. Um, a fight broke out and she was eventually killed and as she died she quickly shriveled up into a dried husk it turns out there were six children but no one knows where they are the man fled the house and this is where you find yourselves now it's late morning and you've been thinking about a nighttime break in at the Runzi's house following evidence from a mysterious elf that pirates have been spotted in and around it um, the mysterious elf also left the house and has not yet returned so that Ooh. is where you are. I want to be sneaky, where... sneaky, and check and um, search the house. Yeah, I think we did that. I think um, you yeah, discovered some. Oh, did you? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I discovered like there was um, um, emblems and stuff or something related to sort of uh, more fiendish things. Yeah. And uh, Tom's character, who didn't reveal his name to you just yet, had. Um, took some rubbings of, of those uh, emblems. But yes, and we think there's at least four children? Uh, six. Six. There were six. Um, and I can't remember if it was off camera or not, but I think Opal identified that the woman was in fact a succubus. Um... And so we'll have the first roll of the evening. If you want to give me a history check, Opal. One game. Um, what is history? Thirteen. Thirteen. You can't quite put your finger on it, but you you seem to remember from uh, maybe reading or just general knowledge that you have that um, succubus the children of a succubus do have a fiendish nature um, they're not uh, you know just a, a normal mere mortal um, there is there is something about them okay I said that with the group and it certainly tallies up with the, uh, the sort of more fiendish emblems and such um, carvings they certainly look, you know, quite uh, culty, you know. Culty. Can they come out during the day or it doesn't matter? I don't think it matters, but they're certainly not in this house. Okay. Is there like signs that the rooms are lived in? Like a daily lived in? They're made up, you know, so the, the bed's made up and um, various bits and bobs. Um, it's the morning. You get the impression that no one was in them last night. Um, 
so whether that means a uh, maybe at a at a boarding school or they've grown on and have moved out. So we don't know about their age, do we? We don't know about their age, and I said unfortunately, the man whose name was Thomas, I believe, had uh, also legged it along with the uh, unknown elf. I think he was fearful for his life, if I remember right, and he uh, he didn't want to hang around. Yeah. I don't think we should either. I don't know what's going on. It's better not to get involved. The thing is, if they're still out there, then it might be dangerous for the people of the the city. So maybe we don't need to kind of search for them, but maybe keep our eyes open just in case they're around. I mean, yeah. There's at least six from the rooms, and there's only four of us. <laughs> well, I don't know how possible it would be for all of them to be together. I don't know. Do you not? We wouldn't know if they're pack animals, I suppose, or pack demons. Is it something that I might know with the history check I did? Like if they stay all together or if they just, you know, separate? They, um, they are um, they, they are humanoid. They're just... Uh, let me just remind myself. Um, the nature of the children. They're what's called a Cambian child. Um, oops. Let me just see if I can get some more information on that for you. Yeah, they're kind of like, they're, they're just a fiendish humanoid, basically. Um, so they would behave in whatever manner a fiend might do so, but they probably stick out like a sore thumb. Okay. And this uh, succubus... Can we, are, we, are we in there right now? You're in the yeah. house, yeah. Yeah. Can we... Is there a way of gun... Figuring out how old they are, based on possessions in the room. Yeah, um, you could say the oldest uh, would be probably um, teenagers, um, all the way down through then to like seven or eight, something like that. And by teenage years, okay. I'm sort of talking upper, so like like 17, 18. So this okay. this woman had been here driving this man mad for quite some time. Late teens to about eight. Yeah, a younger child. And you can tell it from the parent of Layla in the rooms. Uh, maybe the youngest okay. one sort of has like dolls or something like that. Um, teddies. Whereas the eldest is more, you can see, sort of like a discarded wine skin, something like, you know, something like that in their room. Okay. This doesn't seem to be like any mistreatment. You know, there's, they don't, they seem to, it looks, all the rooms look fairly normal, except, like I said, there's some of these sort of more fiendish carvings in the floor, perhaps, or, you know, these emblems and such. Yeah. 
we, I, I kind of feel responsible for the little ones because I wonder where they are and if they come back and they don't find their mom. I don't know how they will feel. I'm going to say murder. Don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, well, possibly. They, it's possible that they grew up as lovely children and were just held here against their will. Yeah. I've, being what I am, I've had my fair share of discrimination. And maybe these kids are lovely. We could slay them and find out that they were just innocent children. <laughs> I agree. That would make some poor suckers, I guess. <laughs> you shouldn't judge them by where they are. But uh, I don't know when they will return. We could be staying here for days and they never come back. Could be on a, a weekend vacation. Maybe we can talk to the mayor or somebody that knows them, or maybe a neighbor, and maybe they know how to um, keep an eye. So if they're back, they can save them and help them. I don't want them to end up like me. Or we could find a priest, a young priest and an old priest. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we should go out. Would there actually be any, like, any clergy people that would be open to Cambian children, like seeking refuge, or is everyone very much? Yeah, I mean, worship the light. Oh, I mean, underground clergy. Do you mean? I don't know what what gods are present in this town. There are gods present in this town. Um, but then these are the ones which are openly sort of worshipped. There are more underground communities. Um, you would have to do a little bit of digging about to find out about those. Um, as I'm going to have to do a little bit of digging about to find out where it's not in my book, it's on the computer, where I was talking Ooh. about... James has turned his camera off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll say um, night to the mist since you don't want to be on camera. I have to go searching through paperwork that I don't have open. Uh, poor Bree. So, ah. I think towards the end I talked about religion. Yes. Poor Bree. Now, you would have seen um, some maybe little symbols, maybe little statuettes on... Uh, Say as you're walking down a flight of stairs, you know, uh, a nice uh, carved staircase and these little figurines. Um, there are uh, figurines of, you've ever seen Pelor, Melora. In fact, one, two, three, four, five, six. Let's roll a d6 and see how many of these so far you've seen. Ah, oh, all of them, six. Um, Pelor, <laughs> Melora, Moradin, Kelimvor, Helm, and Mistra are prominent um, gods and goddesses uh, deities in Porthbury that are uh, open for you to see like I said there, yeah. there could be uh, more underground things going on 
They were the ones written on the walls of the gents, you know, like, worship me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For a good worship session. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Um, okay, I don't have a fantastic religion stat, so I probably wouldn't really know. Then you should probably which... go to church more often. You <laughs> we did. I um, might. I might know. We did have a thing religion. where if Gottle made me laugh, someone got psychic damage. So somewhere in the town, someone's just got four points of psychic damage. <laughs> oh dear. Well, there's a piece of Melnoris going, oh, me head. <laughs> so, uh, we've seen some of the symbols and things. Does any of you guys know if any of the gods here would be open to taking in? I can, I can, I can take a look. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 21. 21. So what what is it you're after here? I've I've talked. Uh, religion, religion. So I'm just looking on what we've got in the town. You know what deities we've got in the town, and kind of understand if they are open to accept children like that. Um, I mean they're all sort of, you know, um, deities for for good. Really, um, let me, I'm just double checking my notes. Uh, Melora, Pelor, Moradin are obviously all deities for good. Helm and Mistra are deities for good. Um, let me just remind myself of Kalimvor. I think he's his elf, isn't he? Uh, we he's, do kind he's... of want them to get somewhere good. Yeah, so Kalimvor was, yeah, that was the one that we had in uh, Vebaba as well. Um, the god of death and the dead. So... He's not, he's not really an evil god, but he, he's sort of like the one that would um, assist you uh, in, in your passing, let's say, to whatever uh, afterlife awaits you. Uh, so, so far, that's that's what you know about those ones. Obviously, Morodin is a dwarven yeah. god of... Um, you know, forging and such, and pedal um, a lot of light. Maybe Mistra, if she wants any, because she's the goddess of um, magic. Yeah. So maybe she wants people to train them as magicians, like as wizards or sorcerers. I don't know if they do something like that. You know that Mistra would definitely be associated with um, the Arcane College here. Um, yeah, so maybe they are more open to accept children from different backgrounds if they are could be. in the need. Okay, well, should we leave a note to say check out the Mistra Temple and then go to the Mistra Temple and say there so may be some children coming. Yeah, we could go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can we can leave a note here, and maybe we can ask in the temple and just let them know what happened, and just for them to keep an eye on the children if they come back. Yeah. Okay. okay. Scrub, scrub, scrub. <laughs> Um, so you're looking for a temple now? Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, you head out into the street, and if you ask somebody, um, let's let's pick on a, a, a an elderly man, is uh, sort of maybe pick on an elderly. <laughs> he's uh, sat on a bench eating a roll of bread or something. And if you go up to him and ask him, where is the temple of Mistra? Was it you were going for? Yes. Uh, he would sort of say to you. Oh no, there's no temples. We have, um, we have shrines that you can go to, if that's, if that's your sort of thing. There is a arcane college here in Porthbree, and I believe they have some dealings with Mistra. Maybe we could go there. Let me remind myself of the name of the college in Porthbree, uh, the Jade Academy. Is what it's called here, um, and the man will tell you um, it's run by a professor, Aranrius Sonmir, and he looks at um, at Brennan, and uh, she's one of your kind, actually. Oh, um, maybe you'd be good to meet a fellow. Um, yes, Jade Academy, it's up the hill, and he sort of points up, and. Uh, it's up near the, um, it's up near the, uh, the keep at the top. You can't really miss it. It's quite big. Really? Thank you for the info. This is excellent. Uh, You're welcome. Here's a coin for your trouble. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. <laughs> what was your name, by the way? Uh, my name is, uh, Doodle... Uh, McQuiggan. <laughs> Doodle Doodle. <laughs> Doodle <laughs> Doodle McQuiggan, I said. Quiggan. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, he's not going to be important enough that you have to write his name down. <laughs> oh, I'm going to meet him everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I will point out you have already derailed this session by saying we're going off to an arcane college because that's not where I was expecting you to go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Well, before we leave, Doodle, I uh, just wondered, would you like to join our little adventuring party? <laughs> I'm very slow, but I, I wouldn't mind a bit of company. It's been... It's, I'm very lonely these days since my wife died. Oh, this was a joke, and now he's coming with us. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> I can keep him close if you want. We, she lost the, she lost the use of her legs. You see, and we we were trying out this new invention on the artificers built, and it's a chair with wheels on it, and it took off down the hill, and she went right into the docks. It's it's fine. I I say to she drowned. Let me see what is what is your character's name, Dan? Um, Brennan. So I come near you. I was like, it's okay. I will be hungry in a few hours. <laughs> Perhaps we should go. What did she say? I'm getting a little hard of hearing. She likes your jacket. Oh, lovely. <laughs> okay. Choose. I'm coming with you. I think you're too slow. We are in a bit of a hurry, you see. Here, we'll, we'll be sure to stop by later and say hi to you. As you walk away, you do see he's, he's 
I'm coming! And he, he gets up and he's on a walking stick and he's very slowly making his way. <laughs> he's going to turn into the fucking Lara Croft butler. <laughs> the butler, yeah. <laughs> a butler, you say? I could come and be your butler! I haven't worked in 20 years! <laughs> Continue off to the uh, temple. <laughs> you notice as well, when you gave him his coin for his troubles, this guy's not like poor. He took out a coin purse and it quite it dunked into quite a heavy already full oh. you know well that's good to know. Coin purse. <coughs> Which might, you know, give you an idea of his character. He could have probably just said, Oh no 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 no, you don't need to do that, but uh, no, he's quite happy to take more money. <laughs> um yeah, okay, so you head head up the uh, up the hill and you come to what's very obviously a wizard's style tower with a longer building sort of uh, coming off of it and there's you know there's um there's a a shrine to mistra outside and people are sort of making offerings and, and praying um but yeah i mean it's it's an open door policy you can you can go on in if you wish and you People are in the long sort of building. Um, it's it's quite like a long sort of corridor. You get the impression it's more than one level. There could be two or three levels in this one. But there's quite obviously quite a large library in there and uh, people studying and such. Um, and the tower sort of goes uh, up various flights of stairs. And there seems to be some sort of magical lift as well in the centre, which can go up through like a, there's like a glass shaft um goes up through and then they can jump off whatever level uh they fancy um in the tower but no one's paying you much attention they're all busy doing uh -huh. their own things is there like a a greeting area or a reception or something similar um yeah why not there's a let's say a a, a small um Let's say a gnome, a female gnome's lovely curly hair, um, big bright eyes. Uh, she's wearing quite a nice sort of wizard sort of robe, really. Um, maybe she's at a desk just inside the the doorway. And as you sort of enter, she looks over her little spectacles, and there she goes, "Oh, hello! Can I help you?" Uh, yes, um, we're looking for. I'm Rani's Sonmir, if she's free for a chat. Oh, I don't know if she's free. She's very busy. Usually at the top of the tower. Are we free to just go and look? Well, you could wait here. I could find out if she's free. Uh, we, we don't wish to travel her. But I don't know what the fuck's happening with my accent <laughs> <laughs> we just need a, a small moment of her time oh okay well let me see what she's doing and uh, she takes out a, a stone which um, Opal <laughs> you might you might recognise to be a sending <laughs> like a messaging stone and um, she's Professor I've got some people here want to see you I don't know if it's actually physically verbal or whether it's a mental thing but anyway and uh, let's say it's, it, she talks to it, but a mental response comes back to her. And she goes, well, yes, she'll see you if you want. Excellent. Thank you. Walk off. 
The stairs are over there. I'll turn around and walk in the correct direction. <laughs> <laughs> and when you I'll get into, quick. like, you go into this doorway and you see that it's a, a, a spiral staircase which follows the outside wall all the way around. Um, nice. And then when you get to a new level, there's another doorway you can hop out onto that level. Um, it's a long way up. It takes some time. And um, eventually you arrive at the very top floor. And there's uh, some... It's like a quite a large open... Uh, almost like a, like a theatre. Um, circular with uh, tiered rows of seating. And then in the middle is kind of like a little pedestal and maybe a little experiment table set up uh, with, a, with a, like a, a blackboard on a... On, a, on an easel type thing uh, if you remember those sort of ones where they could swivel in the middle um, and um, people are just leaving now um, and they're just walking down the flight of stairs and then you hear them getting in on this elevator platform and you think to yourself why the fuck didn't we just get in the elevator um, <laughs> and um, yes there's, there's this, this female tiefling let me just grab her description um, where is she? Where's she gone? Uh, she is red-skinned. Um, she has modest her, her horns that curl back, which she uses to sort of contain her hair in. She uses them as almost like um, hair clips or bangles or something like that. Um, and uh, yeah, you can see she's she's older. Um, she wears uh, does wear spectacles. Um, Quite a, 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 a respectable flowing dress, but with a warm fur coat on. Um, and she's just tidying up papers on this on this pedestal. Hmm. Uh, would you like to lead this one, Opal? Or yes, I can. we can. I can tell yeah, him. I don't typically do well with other tieflings. <laughs> what was her name again? Her I'm name was yes. Professor Aranrius Zonmir. <clears throat> Sorry to disturb you, Professor. Um, we, uh, are you walking down we, to the pedestal or are you going to stand at the top of the seat and just go, <laughs> Sorry to disturb you, Professor! Hello! <laughs> oh, so Yeah, I'll walk down. Yeah, she hears the footsteps and she looks up and sees you or realises that you're not students of hers. And um, she sort of stops what she's doing and she'll look up and say, uh, oh, hello, darlings. What are you doing? Who are you? Uh, Professor, my name's Radio. This is Opal and Brennan and... Gottel? Yes. Oh, lovely to meet you all. Um, we came across a situation in town today. It was... Um, an older gentleman that everyone thought was mad, so we decided to look into it a bit, and we stumbled across a succubus. Oh! I thought um, we've dealt with said succubus, but it seems she might have had some children. Oh, that's never yeah. good. No. So we're like looking to see what could be the next steps on to help the children out. We don't know where they are, if they're innocent. I would suppose the only thing you could really do would be to find the children and then you could find out what they're like. But they are 
what would be called a Cambian child. Um, I'm presuming what was the, the partner of this succubus was another fiend? Uh, no. no. I believe he was human. Ah, so they would be hybrids. Unusual. Succubus don't tend to do that sort of thing, but she must have had her reasons. Right, they can run on gas and electric. <laughs> oh dear. Someone's just took this whole town a bit of a headache. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we was looking for some advice or help on this. Well, if you could find them and, and bring them to the college, if, of course, they were willing. I do have a... I'm trying to just remember where I put it. It's certainly not here. It'd be in my lab. A method for, for capturing fiends. Um, it's 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 like a device. I had some artificers make make it, and uh, it can hold them using a spell uh, called uh, hold creature. Um, hmm. But it acts. It sort of amplifies the uh, the magical qualities of that spell and and can hold something in stasis. If, of course, they weren't willing to come. Okay, can we use that? Um, well, I'd have to find it in my in my lab. And do you have any idea where we would start looking for succubus? Or succubi, sorry. Sorry, it's not a hold creature, it's a hold monster. Um, where would you begin? I don't know. I mean, if if this creature had a, a dwelling, perhaps they will return at some point. Yes. That's what I was worried about. We don't really have time to hang around. Yes. I think we, it is difficult for us to stay um check for them. I'm afraid we were just wanting to let you know what happened if you can help on the situation but we are kind of going. Well, I suppose I could send some students on a research trip. Do you have the address for this yes. house? Yes, and I give the address. I write the address down. Yeah. You can ask the neighbours to the father left. Uh, we are not sure where he went, but... Went to his sister's house. Okay. So maybe he knows, because he needs to take care of it. Well, I could certainly... Uh, yes, I could send some of my students on, like, a field trip. Um, and maybe they could test out this device if uh, if it comes to it. <laughs> it is yet untested. Will it work on on six of them, or just one? Well, I suspect it will probably only work on one. We believe there's six. You believe there's six? Oh, that's funny. Maybe I'll have to uh, see if I can get uh, more of them made. Let me just see if you cast at a higher level. Yeah, so yeah, it can um, hold multiples. So he's going to spend a sixth level or higher. You can target one additional creature for each level above fifth. 
Um, it wouldn't be enough to hold all of them, but uh, it could hold a it could hold a few of them. Yeah, I think it would be uh, wise to send someone down there, or some people down there, at least six. Maybe I could send some of my more experienced uh, mages who could um, cast spells to contain the creatures, but we will, of course, have to alert the city guard so that uh, they know that we're using magic to contain potential fiends that are in the city. The thing city. is that we, we don't know because they are young children, so they possibly are innocent. Oh, well, you never know. But these things tend to take on the nature of their parents. So if the succubus was an evil being, there's every chance that they will be too. Well, we'll leave this in your capable hands then. Unless you've got any work for us. Oh, the college always has something to do. Um, I'm not entirely sure at the moment. Again, I would have to be... Uh, I'd have to go to my office and... Um, and, uh, and have a look. But by all means, feel free to come back anytime and see what we have available. I'll give her the address of where we're staying. Oh, the garden district. The garden terrace, sorry. Yes, very posh. Very fancy. Should we leave then? Yeah. Because we need to check the pirates, haven't we? Yes. Last this evening. Tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And the only other thing we got to look for is a griffin. You can while away a few hours if you want to skip ahead and just say that, yes. um, you know, you've gone off and explored a little bit further. I will have that map for you. It just never. I keep doing it. I'm like, ah, oh, I don't like it, and then I just, uh, I've been <laughs> it. Start again. You that can explore if you want, and and just report back what's where. But it's for me. It's been at the clock. So, pay uh, to that. Down by inside the dock there. Were you going back to the drunken fungus? The cheap pub. Oh. It's a decent business. With the, uh, With the biscuit chaser. With the racially confused uh, gnome barman in there, because he started off as <laughs> he started off as Irish. And I think he turned out well um, Scottish in the end. Um, you know, that's perfectly understandable. It's absolutely fine. Most Irish do find out the Scottish in disguise. It's great. Let's see what was his name. That was uh, Mr. Fawcett Fawcett Knob. That was him. Yes. Well, no wonder he's pretending to be something that he's not. <laughs> um, yeah, what do you guys want to do? So Gottel's going to go down to the Drunken Fungus. So other than the pirates, do we have anything else to? Because if it is the evening, maybe we can go also and like relax, have a drink and kind of rest until we go out. Yeah, you can, you can do that for now. Um, there were a few bits in the quest log if you check that out um, there's a couple of bits in there um, while you're having a look at that and deciding we'll go with Gossel's gone to the, the, the pub at the very least um, and whilst you're in there having a, 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 a binis I can't see the quest log it should be in the live player only channel it is the last one after Andre Tom that says quest just above live broadcast no, I just got Tom Lent Life Forecast. Oh, maybe it's uh, 
permissions. Yeah. Oh, I need to add you onto it's, it as well. It is the permissions there, Ted, and I can't. There you go. <laughs> and uh, Tom as well. Um, I never know which one he is. We can always there. check the griffin, but uh, I think this is a bit further away, isn't it? Yeah, that one would take you out of the town, and that would take you um, a day or so away. Yeah. You should what be seeing quests uh, now. The trouble at the docks. Oh, we're heading to the docks, then. Yeah, so the docks are between sort of like where you, where the drunken fungus is, and then you got sort of like that sort of more industrial dock area where there's fishing boats and all sorts coming in and out. And then beyond that, you've got a nice sort of beachy cove area with these fancy um, houses. Um, but what I was going to say was forgotten when you're having your, your binis, um, uh, a, a, a dwarf sort of sidles up to you um, and uh, are you enjoying your binis there, sir? Um, it's not often I get the chance for an undisturbed pint of binis. Oh, well, I, I apologise. I, I didn't mean to oh, it's interrupt fine, your fine. piece. I mean, undisturbed by fights, this is quite a peaceful pint of Guinness. So, binis, mm, <laughs> not quite Martin. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, okay. I, I... It's got a little shamrock in the top of it for some reason, don't know why. Uh, but, yeah, it's, you know, often they get interrupted by fights, but as long as you're not going to fight, I won't count it as an interruption. No, 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 quite the opposite. I, I thought I might be able to assist you, in fact. Um, All I, right, so I was here the other day when you were talking with your friends, and um, he's changed his voice already. This guy, and um, I couldn't help but overheard. But uh, you said you struggled to get drunk. Well, you know, Venice isn't what it used to be, and I have a memory of being awful drunk once in a while. What is a long time ago? Uh, a long, long time ago, and I don't, I can't recall much about it it was a real search but um yes no i don't seem to be able to uh to uh, to uh, get drunk there but i still enjoy just a taste of this and of course the biscuit chaser well well um, i'm not i'm not so fond of the uh, the bum cocktail though i must admit the, the <laughs> bum cocktail i'd say i've never tried that one i think it's made with sugar cane right okay <laughs> um, well, I, I I wanted to just say to you <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> oh, so what a three-year-old was! <laughs> Can I have a biscuit? <laughs> biscuit. Give, give him a pint of Glamorangi. <laughs> poor old. Um, I don't want any more biscuit. <laughs> you hear poor old Fawcett knob from behind the bar because he made me laugh. You hear poor old Fawcett knob behind the bar going. Um, a terrible headache today. I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> he does look a little bit beaten up, like he might be on his last legs because he's just—he has taken a total of ten points of psychic damage over the course oh, wow. of the morning so far. Um, oh, it might be killing him. Uh, <laughs> I um, said I'd slay them in the aisles. <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, the dwarf sort of goes on to say, "What am I? Um, I well, I'm actually an apprentice um, for an artificer. Uh, has a shop in the town here, but um, he's he's away on business at the moment. Well, 
you know, we've had one or two of your sort of uh, you know, people of a mechanical nature, not a not of common um, race of people I know um, in the world, but um, you know, for whatever reasons, people have your your kind created, and uh, well, I I think we might be able to help you with creating a small device which we could uh, put inside of you. Um, and it might do. It might be able to extract the alcohol in a way that we could have it interfere with you a little bit, so you actually get to experience being drunk. Well, I wouldn't mind the joyous feeling of being drunk, but I'm a little worried about the debilitating aspects of that last sesh that I had. I think it was about 400 years ago. But the memory has remained with me of the 400-year-old hangover. Uh, so. Um, I don't really fancy the hangovers or the dizziness, but I don't mind the giddiness, the riding through the town naked on the back of a donkey, and the um, well, the other stuff that you do when you've had just enough business to uh, lubricate the wheels. But uh, it, if you could do it without the debilitating effects of throwing up in the back of a, of a handcart and, uh, and having the headache. Oh, Jesus, the headaches can't be doing them. Well, if you can tweak it so that it's not debilitating but I get the fun then I might be interested I, I could certainly do so um, where are you staying in the town because I could once my uh, business partner arrives uh, well my, my, my mentor I could um, come and find you and we could uh, have a discussion we could have it over a drink or two certainly and if you can keep up with me for an hour then you'll be doing all right well, that sounds like a, a fine plan. Uh, so, would you like to arrange a meeting in the pub here, perhaps, or shall I come to your residence? Well, you can come up to residence. I think it's in some garden place somewhere. Oh, um, the, the, the garden terrace. Very exclusive. We, you know, we're just guests. They're just putting us up for a little while. It's not like we have our own place or anything. Um, but, you know, I, I guess you could come up there. I don't know if... If, if we could get permission, but I'll be, I'll be in here quite often, you know. Uh, I do I do a little bit of a comedic turn now and again, so you know, when funds run low, I'll do an act, so you could always grab us then as well. All right, well, that sounds yeah, that sounds really good. Well, what I'll do is when I do come across him, uh, when he returns, um, he's due back in a day or so, I believe, uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye out for you, and if we don't see you here, we'll come up to the garden terrace and see if we can find you there. Fantastic, that sounds like a plan. If not, you could also keep an eye out for me ventriloquist because uh, I am obviously just a ventriloquist's dummy and the fact that I'm able to speak at all is a minor miracle. But if you do see a rogue ventriloquist knocking about, tell him I've been looking for him. Oh, the bastard owes me money. Most certainly will do, sir. Don't you worry about that. Well, I shall leave you in peace to enjoy your business and your bisky. And um, I'm off to um, meet up with another friend, uh, Brian Badondi. Um... I'll see if I can find him. Anyway, really good. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Fantastic. And don't forget, help yourself to a bum cocktail on the way out. I will yeah, certainly right try the bum cocktail. And you hear him sort of go up to the bar and he's uh, going, um, Fawcett, Fawcett, then. Let's have one of these bum cocktails, please. And uh, Fawcett makes whatever this bum cocktail is. <laughs> Bend over then. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh right, okay. <laughs> that's oh, gone God, over. This is some, this is one of these things that's gone over my head because I'm trying to think of everything else that's going on. <laughs> it, it's just it's just rum, but because we've got binis, you got bum. Yeah, I had biscuit, so <laughs> rum becomes bum. So it's a bum cocktail. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh no. Poor old Fawcett Knobs taking another two points of damage and collapses on the floor. Everyone thinks he's just had a bit too much to drink. They haven't realised it's he's unconscious. Completely. <laughs> Dropped to zero hit points. In fact, negative hit points. Poor oh, okay. Poor lad. He looks in a bad way. Shall I do death saving throws for him? <laughs> <laughs> Failed one. Oh no. Passed one. Passed two. Death by comedy. He's stable. You hear a groan from behind the bar. Someone chucks a bucket of water over him. Yeah. I'll be keeping quiet for a little while, I think, there. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> see people starting to help themselves to drinks now. Or see rolling around the floor. Oh no, that's a grand idea. What's everyone else up to? Um... Just a quick murder. When we mentioned the Bones cruise before, people were a bit not wanting to talk about it. Is that right? Yeah, people were... Well, you, it's because you were in the um, the more well-to-do establishment at the top end of town where uh, where you're staying. And, um, and people up there are a bit like, ooh, ruffians, you know. Oh, it's like... They don't deal with the riffraff. Right, yeah. Um... Yeah, I was going to ask to go to a library to see and research a dagger. Yeah, you can go after, to after the Brennan library. After Brennan was looking at it, it would have like, beat really his interest that more people know about it. I have to remind myself of what that was. That was... Um, well, it was I think it was Yaz Stormshroud, that blue dragonborn lady. Um... Oh, it's just, I just called it The Library. It hasn't got any fancy names. Um, ye olde Library. Ye olde yeah. Library of Porthbury. <laughs> yes, I'll get that. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean, she's working away, just tidying books up into shelves. Um, excuse me? Uh, she turns around and goes, Yes, dear? Um, I'm just looking for some... No. Books about um, magical daggers. Magical daggers. Hmm. Let me see. That would be um, probably section eleven. I think magical daggers. Section eleven, subsection four. And she starts sort of, uh, I think, let's assume she's on one of those sort of ladders on wheels on um, a high up shelf and she's pushed herself along and whizzes around and, and slides down it a bit. And she's going, magical daggers, magical daggers. Ah, here's a tome on magical daggers. And she takes it out and um, tosses it in your direction. Okay. I can, I'll go read it. Yeah, I guess. Cool. Um yeah, you uh, you take that book. Um, if you let me know what you want to glean from it, and we'll uh, we'll make some checks for that. Um, I just want to see if there's like, I guess it's not pictures. 
there are a couple of diagrams in it. As you sort of, I mean, before yeah, you leave the library, I mean, there are some diagrams in there of like people have got some arcane sigils and stuff like that, and there's obviously writings. It's quite a thick book, um, you know, a couple hundred pages worth, uh, all handwritten and stuff. Probably been taken from the Wizard's Tower at some point and not returned. But um, right. if if she sees you heading towards the door, um, she'll just say to you, uh, Excuse me, young man, there's one gold piece to borrow a book from the library and make sure you bring it back. I'll give her one gold. Yeah. The one gold a day or? No, 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 no. Just one gold to take it out. Okay, I'll give her one gold. But bring it back. I'm going to look for the book for like, Constellations and stuff. There wouldn't be anything about constellations in a book about magical daggers. No. Oh, I meant like um, the sigils on it, if there's any sigils that match. Oh, what's on, what's on yours or something like that. Yeah. Um, there might be some sort of <coughs> symbols which might marry up with the more astronomical bodies, I suppose, but... Um, yeah. I mean, what what's the... You just want to see if if you can find anything relating to your particular, yeah, blade. Um, roll me. Um, what would it be for reading a book? Investigation. Hmm. Yeah, do an investigation. <laughs> Nine. Nine. There are sigils. Nothing seems to marry up. But you get the impression if you spent a bit more time reading this book, so in downtime, um, yep. maybe more information will come to light from it. Because uh, at the moment you're just sort of cl quickly flicking through. But um, if you put down uh, into writing what it is specifically um, as well, um, any other information, and between now and next session, I can, you know, we can make another roll, maybe off off camera, and then um, I can. Maybe yeah. slip you some more information that way. Okay, I'm fine with that. Um, and I'm headed to the docks on there. You're going towards the docks. Brennan, you, you actually had a thing to go and see her, didn't you, about a shard of something? Did I? Yeah. Oh, you did it in the... Did I not go? Really? You, you did go. I did go. Yeah, yeah. You, I found a fragment of something like glass. And if you spoke to Yaz Stormshroud, she might know something about it. And, uh, and yeah, that was it. And uh, she said it had been stolen. Oh, yeah. The Bones crew might have it, apparently. Is that what she said? Yeah, the Bones crew would probably be responsible or at least know something about it being the main criminal organisation here. Probably don't want to get too deep into that if we're going to be heading off out of town this, this evening. I don't think you're heading out of town. You're staying in the town to go and do the break-in. We're going to the, the house. Ah, okay. Yeah. I thought we were going to the cave. I don't think so. I think... Uh, well, I don't know. I, mean, what, what, I don't know if you all actually agreed on it or not, but um, I know Opal had certainly suggested breaking into this house. Um, I think I might have just assumed that that's what you were all going to do. Uh, in that case, then, um, I'll sort of try and pick out the most shady-looking person in the bar. There's plenty of them. <laughs> it's a, it's a <laughs> bit of a rundown place. <laughs> Do 
just sort of approach him. Pop down a drink. Two drinks. One for them. <laughs> yeah, you uh, maybe find yourself um, a half-orc man or something like that. Hello. Yes, nice to meet you. My name is Brennan. Are you open for me to ask you a couple of questions? He turns around and he's quite tattooed. He's wearing um, no shirt, big baggy trousers. Um, but most of his tattoos are like related to the sea. And uh, he sort of sniffs and uh, says, uh, what, what do you want then? Hello. I always stood me a drink, lovely. Um, can I see if he's got any wrist tattoos with a skull and crossbone? Uh, he does not. Well, uh, I was just um, wondering, I'm looking for a particular person as an old friend of mine. is um, sort of a pale-skinned man with crimson leather armor. He's often wearing it. Right. Long blonde hair. I don't know if this is related to the same thing or not. <laughs> you might be just describing um, Antonio de Boss. Yeah, who's that? <laughs> that was uh, one of the Crimson Blade, the guards um, up around where you were staying. Is it, I, I, I don't know, mate. Never not seen anyone like that around here. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Back to the pipe, though. That's all right. Uh, I, I don't suppose that you know where I might find the members of the Bones crew? Bones crew? Oh, they sometimes drink around here, but, um, you know, they... Uh, Although they sometimes drink around here, they they keep themselves to themselves a bit because uh, they cause such fucking trouble for us down the docks. So, mm. yeah. I've had heard that they're not very good. They do sometimes nice dare to show their faces. Yeah, they're not the nicest. I mean, they're not like me. I'm a lover, not a fire. I can tell. My Very wife. shiny tusks oh. that you've yeah, got. Yeah, my wife says I'm ever so tender. Well, enjoy your beer. Thanks. Are you going to... Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, then. <laughs> I shall rejoin the rest of the group. I'll just... I'll have, like... A look around the room and see if I can see anyone that's got the tattoo. Um, they wouldn't have it on display, if that's yeah, what you're thinking. I it's it's like underneath their <coughs> sort of like sleeve. Dark you know? mark. Yeah, something like that. Okay. But there's plenty of shady looking people. I mean, you might strike lucky if you uh, talk to them all. It's okay. I've got some time. Is everyone here? Really, is still at the library? I would have come down by now, I guess so. I don't know how far the love is. <laughs> I'm drinking my pain in beer. Yeah, I mean, you can get around the town, most places in the town, you know, sort of a half an hour walk. It's it's a it's a big place and you might jump on a cart or something to speed up your travel. Um, but, I mean, a lot of it is outlying sort of houses and that. The main... Well, I mean, not not necessarily the shop. Yeah, I'm industry. in the bar. You're in the bar. You will get a map, and once we've got the map, you'll see exactly where everything is. But I said until I can um, make one, I'm happy with. Um, I'm kind of uh, 
talking around the people in the, you know, in the bar, uh, just to ask questions if they have heard any weird sightings of uh, kind of bodies that they have been found that they don't have any blood or, you know, just sightings of or any people missing. In this part of town, um, you would get sort of reports of uh, sometimes a body appears in an alleyway, um, but they they tend to be people who are known to have been of you know not not great people. Maybe they were members of the bonus crew. Maybe they were just you know a, a rogue thief or something like that. You know, who's operating on their own. And are they? Do they look like the bodies? Are they normal or do they do they have blood or not? Um. Well, let's say you get talking to this orc, this half orc fellow as well. <laughs> He's like, uh, well, you know, sometimes you got puncture marks, I suppose. You got not much blood, I suppose, in them. Um, some of them just been stabbed. Mm, interesting. And which area? Well, could be anywhere around the dot. I mean, you got. We sometimes have uh, members of the Crimson Blade on guard duties and stuff like that when we got more, uh, you know, things that we want to keep safe that we don't trust the guard with. The city guard are all right, but, you know, they try and just arrest people. Well, you got the Crimson Blade, they might uh, run someone through if they're being too much of a problem, you know? So, um... Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for the information. That's right. Are you going to get me a pint as well, young lady? Yeah, there you go. Enjoy. Thank you. You'll notice uh, you didn't have to pay for it because uh, Fawcett Knob's still rolling around the floor. And that's why I gave it to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think we should check out the docks if we're looking for yes. the school crew. Yeah. Because it's all pointing there. Yeah. So, I'll, um, I'll, I'll head into the docks. Yeah, let's go. Well, I mean, before you go, as you sort of say, we should head to the docks and investigate what's been going on. The, the half orc man will just say to you, Oh, you heard about the breaking down there, have you? Bloody Bones crew got in there one night and ransacked one of our warehouses, took a load of fine linens and, and such the like. And we'll go to the warehouse at the dock store. Yeah, I mean, if it's all it's all been secured now, but you might find something, you know, might be a you could even help us investigate it, I suppose. Us? Is he a member of the guard or? No, no, he's no. a dock worker. Right. Okay. Nice. But yeah, let's go then. Let's go investigate. Cool. Is Gothel going with them? Is Brennan going with them? Mm. Yes. Yes, <laughs> if they come and connect us from the pub, because you know what I mean. Okay. Where were we? are at the bar where you did. Yeah, I didn't notice you. I was hip deep in business. Oh. I'll uh, grab Gothel. 